you are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 145 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's show, I'm going to go briefly over game four. I'm going to just rip that band-aid off, talk about it for like two minutes, and then it's going to be gone from our lives forever. I'm also going to go over some of the things that I enjoyed from watching baseball in 2020. I'm going to go over what you can expect from the podcast in the coming months over here, and then I, in the second half, I'm going to go over just a brief overview of who is going to be hitting the free agent market this winter and uh there, there are some names on this list so the a's as we have seen them in recent years will not be constructed the same way as my guess uh so yeah we got all that coming up for you guys but please before uh, we get started follow us on social media please follow us on social media i switched that up please follow us on social media at locked on a's on twitter and instagram i am at by jason b on twitter and if you have any questions for us and Please fill up this mailbag. I want to do mailbags every week. So send me questions. I'll talk about them on air. Uh, you can send those to lockedonathletics at gmail.com. Also, we are sponsored today by Built Bar, but we got a new ad read for you guys. So get ready. Here we go. Limited release strawberry flavor, and it's limited, and you can get 12% off of your order now through October 12th. They are partnered with Barbells for Boobs, Breast Cancer Angels, Huntsman Cancer Institute, and Living Beyond Breast Cancer. They've released this bar just for breast cancer awareness and cancer research. So go support Built Bar. You get 12% off with your order through October 12th, and Built Bar is going to be matching your donation to the organizations listed above per $50 order. So if you do a $50 order, they're going to match it. They're going to send 50 bucks over to Barbells for Boobs or Breast Cancer Angels or one of these fine organizations. Plus, 100% of the proceeds from the Built Breast Cancer Awareness hoodie will go to these organizations to help support breast cancer patients and their families. Breast Cancer Awareness hoodies are $19.95. So you can go to BeltBar.com and you can get some Belt Bars, get yourself, you know, a nice little tasty snack, do all that stuff. And you can also look good with one of these hoodies. So go to BeltBar.com. You get 12% off your orders when you get the strawberry ones. And uh, then they also donate to Breast Cancer Awareness Foundations uh, in the area. So uh, go ahead and do that. There will be a link on the show notes for you guys. Just make it easier on you guys. But uh, let's get into the A's and game four and all that stuff. Um, Obviously, the A's didn't follow through on my advice of being good for the first six innings and having Frankie Montas, you know, only allow a couple of runs. They didn't do that, and I think that that was their downfall. Um, you got to really follow my blueprint, you guys. I think that that's what they were missing is, you know, following my instructions. <laughs> also, once J.B. Wendelkin and Mike Miner came into the game and things got a little bit more worrisome and the bullpen just wasn't able to stop this Astros offense that scored 11 runs, uh, it, it didn't look very good for them in the series overall. I had laid out on yesterday's podcast my my idea for how things would go for if there would have been a Game 5 and what kind of arms they would have been using and all that stuff. Uh, once they used J.B. and Mike Miner in this game and they didn't go any sort of length, uh, it, it, the writing seemed kind of on the wall for the series as a whole. Um, I don't know who would have been pitching tomorrow. Mike Miner or uh, Mike Fires might have actually gotten into that game, and that is not the, the recipe for success. I said, uh, you know, get them a sweet, get them some nice ice cream, just lock them away. They did that, but they still had them on the roster for some reason. I I know that it's you know 2020 hindsight managing and all that stuff, but with Jordan Weems not doing great, and if you're not going to use Mike Fires in any situation at all. 
why not just bring James Caprillion up? I mean, sure, he might have gotten hit around like Weems and not used for the rest of the series, or he could have been a viable piece for them to use uh, a little bit more. Uh, maybe he had reached an innings limit or something like that, or they were going to only be able to pitch him once, something like that. I don't know, but uh, they didn't use Mike Fires. They could have used James Caprillion a little bit, you would think. Um, just random thought that occurred to me when they were not using Mike Fires at all, which I was not advocating for them to use Mike Fires. Just, uh, just a thought. That's all. Although now that I say that out loud on the podcast, I know that uh, once Mike Clevenger was removed from the Padres ALDS roster, sorry, NLDS roster, uh, due to injury, he was then ineligible for the NLCS. I'm not sure how that works, because I don't know that I've heard that before. Maybe it's because of the weird, uh, the weird COVID season, but uh, maybe that's something that they were considering. They're like, oh, we'll just skate through in the ALDS and not use Mike Fires, and then we'll just use him in game one against the Rays of the Yankees. That'd be fun. Um, so... That, that's all of that talk for Game 4. It was a crushing defeat. Uh, obviously, I would have loved to have beaten the Astros. That would have been a lot of fun. Uh, their fans are insufferable. I can't stand them at all because they are so chested. Like, oh, the haters. Bah. Uh, fucking uh, Martin Maldonado, like two minutes after the game ends, he's like, they wanted us. They got us. And I'm like, dude, you, you didn't get any repercussions for the cheating scandal at all, uh, which is why you're still so good. Also, there was no fans in the stands because of the COVID season, so you didn't get to deal with the mental scrutiny of being booed mercilessly for 81 games out of the year. That's something. Also, the playoffs got expanded so that, uh, you know, 29 and 31 somehow made it into the playoffs, and uh, that shouldn't have happened. So, yeah, the the Astros, they, they won because they have postseason experience and, you know, gusto and things like that, but they shouldn't have even been there. So uh, kudos to them, I suppose. Anyways, uh, well, let's move on to happier topics. Um, I think that in, instead of rehashing that game and, you know, all of that stuff, I just want to focus a little bit more on the season as a whole um, and not like any specific moments, but just that it was a nice escape. And I think that a lot of us can identify with it. Uh, the world's been crazy this year. And it was just fun to have a few hours a day just watching baseball, doing whatever. And, uh, you know, especially interacting with you guys on Twitter. That has been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed that every day. Uh, just BSing about baseball and whatnot. Uh, as you've heard me say before, I really like baseball quite a bit. And I really like talking about it. So, uh, yeah, that was always the bright spot of my day. And, I mean, sure, I can do that with these other teams. But I don't like them as much. Maybe the Rays. The Rays are kind of like the, the Florida A's. But they're going to have to win their game on Friday to earn my love. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, I really appreciate everybody that's been tuning into this little podcast. Uh, I have fun making it every day. And I'm going to keep working on learning how to make things even better. Uh, I'm going to learn how to do more audio engineering and maybe make a cooler intro. I don't know. Uh, things like that. Um, I have some fun ideas coming up for the offseason, including interviews, mailbag episodes. So keep sending in your questions. And I'll talk about those on air as often as I get them. Also, long time listeners will uh will know what i'm talking about here but we're gonna see the return of gm jason where i tell you what i do to improve their roster this winter so that'll be fun i'm gonna be going over a lot of different scenarios uh i like to shoot for the moon so will they all be realistic i mean yes but realistic for what the a's typically do i don't know but uh, i'm gonna shoot for the moon uh so we'll get into that in a couple of weeks here uh for now i'm gonna keep covering the playoffs and rooting against the astros at all costs and after the world series i'll start releasing the gm jason episodes and uh seeing how the a's can improve their team from there on out so that's what's coming up for the show in the coming uh weeks and months 
Uh, so hopefully you guys enjoy all that stuff. If you guys want to hear something else, let me know. Uh, I'm probably going to save some of the history podcasts for in that middle part, like after the winter meetings and all that stuff. I did one earlier in the, uh, in the, before the season started and that was Eric Plunk. That was a lot of fun. I tried to do a little misdirect of the greatest of all time because technically he was according to war. So, uh, yeah, talked about Eric Plunk for 15 minutes. Uh, it was a different show back then. I was still getting my legs under me. It was like episode 15 or something like that. Uh, this is a, a much better, uh, oiled machine at this point. I know what I'm doing these days. So hopefully, uh, the future ones will be a little bit better than that. Same content, but just more, uh, authority in my voice and things like that. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'll do more history podcasts, probably January ish. I would imagine. Um, I enjoy learning more about A's history, sharing some of the things that I know with you guys and, uh, you know, reliving some fun moments. So, uh, I'll see if I can get some guests for those, but you know, it, it takes two to tango on that one. So we'll see. Um, so yeah, that's what we got coming up for you guys here in the next slew of months, but coming up in just a minute, I'm going to be talking about the A's pending free agents. Who's going to be hitting the market who I would probably go after first. I'm not going to necessarily rank them, but some people will be at the bottom and I will definitely let some of these guys go uh, and we'll go from there. So, uh, I'm not going to give you guys that they'll be going after instead, just letting you guys laying the groundwork for the offseason and uh, we'll go from there. So stay locked in with Locked on A's. I'll be right back. Today's show is brought to you guys by Postmates. When you need cake at 4 p.m., ice cream at 9 p.m., booze at 8 a.m., and then some Tums at 10 a.m., all you got to do is Postmate it because that's how you live the A's lifestyle. You just fill yourself with things that make you feel better. And uh, yeah, Postmates got you on this one. Uh, Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the United States and offer delivery from all restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even need to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android. I got angry there. Download the app for iOS and Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That is one word, LOCKEDON, for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download the Postmates app and save with code LOCKEDON, one word. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you're enjoying the show and you want to keep up with the A's during the winter months, all you got to do is subscribe to the podcast wherever you like podcasts. You can also follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter and fill up that mailbag, you guys. I will answer your questions all the time. It is fun for me. Uh, you can send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's get into all of the free agents that the A's have. They have roughly a third, well, more than a third of their roster are pending free agents right now. You got Marcus Simeon. He is the big name uh, that people will probably want the A's to go after. Right behind him, Liam Hendricks. Right behind him, Tommy LaStella. Those are the big three guys. Um, I don't know if they're going to sign all three of them. LaStella, he, he's a very good hitter, and I thoroughly enjoy watching him. I like having him on the A's. Do I want a better glove in the, in the field? Kind of. And I don't know that that player exists at the A's price range or exists that is available, but uh, I may, I'm going to look into some people that might be better than La Stella, potentially. I don't know. I like him a lot, but 
as we saw in game one of the ALDS defense plays a huge role in the playoffs and uh, hopefully this team makes it to the playoffs again I know that that was Simeon's error but dude hit over 500 in the ALDS and uh, basically what I'm looking for is somebody who can swing the bat and play really good defense Uh, I don't know if there's something going on with Marcus throughout the course of the year I know that his numbers were down overall Uh, he hit like 223 for the season as opposed to you know, 400 or whatever he hit last year. Uh, He was not the AL MVP candidate that he was last year in 2020. And uh, so that was a little bit concerning, but he showed some signs there in the ALDS and maybe that's something that the A's can build on. I don't know that I would offer him a qualifying offer per se, just because uh, that's a lot of money. And I don't know that you want to pay somebody that much money. Um, I I think that the A's are going to be going after trades a whole bunch, try and restock some of their system with the guys that are controllable for a number of years, as opposed to, you know, the the three-year guys that they got right now with uh, Simeon, or not uh, Simeon, sorry, uh, with Olsen and Chapman and guys like that that they can build around. Uh, They're going to need some younger talent, I think. Uh, they're also going to need some veterans to carry some of that load. So those are the big three guys in Simeon, Lastella, and Hendricks. Hendricks, I think, is kind of a no-brainer. You go after him, give him one or two years at a pretty decent salary. I think he made like $5 million last year. I think that's right. Um, might be wrong, but that's roughly what he made. And uh, I, I think that you can you can do him for that much. Um, maybe you can go up to $7 million even. We'll see. Um, other guys that are on the free agent market as of the end of the World Series, you got Yusmero Petit, Joaquin Soria, TJ uh, McFarland. Uh, McFarland's gone. Uh, Mike Fires, gone. Robbie Grossman, we'll see. Uh, Mike Miner, maybe? Like, if they need a depth option, but I don't know that I necessarily need Mike Miner on the 2021 A's. And then uh, Jake Lamb, he was good for the A's. I liked him. I don't know that there's a, a spot for him because I feel like he needs everyday playing time. I feel like he showed that he, if he gets everyday playing time, he's a pretty decent player still. So uh, for his sake and, you know, that the A's don't necessarily need him per se, I think that he's probably gone as well. So uh, Petit will be an interesting one. He's going to be 36 heading into 2021. And uh, that's kind of old. And as we saw in 2020, he started breaking down a little bit, giving up those those deeper fly balls that uh, kind of cost him a little bit there in the playoffs. Um, I don't know that his arm's going to be able to handle like an 80-inning workload in a full season, uh, just partially because of his age and partially he was breaking down after 30. So um, I wouldn't mind seeing him back on the team, but maybe that's something that the A's are looking at uh, on the whole. And there's Joaquin Soria. Um, I, I don't think that he's going to be on the team. He was already 36 this season. And uh, yeah, he's he was good. He avoided barrels a whole decent amount and all that stuff so that's a plus um i just don't know that he has a role in the bullpen moving forward i think the jb wendelkin's gonna be upgraded to soria's spot in the bullpen uh getting that seventh or eighth eighth inning spot um and then we'll see what happens from there jake deekman was solid uh see if he can keep i don't know if he can build on a nearly like an 043 era for the season i don't know if he can build on that very much but you know that was a good showing and i feel like the a's made a good decision in signing him um so uh, other guys that are in the bullpen lou trevino Uh, they're gonna have to do some work on that bullpen and uh see what they can do with they're starting rotation right now. One thing that we've seen that the A's are missing is just velocity. They don't have a ton of that. Uh, Luzardo throws hard, and that's cool. But him and Montas and everybody else is soft tossers pretty much all up and down except for Liam Hendricks. Uh, yeah, a bunch of guys that don't throw more than like 93. 
Um, so that might be something that they target in this winter is just guys that throw harder and have better stuff as opposed to people that can locate but throw, you know, like Zach Granke and can get hit in the playoffs. Um, so that's something that they could be targeting. I don't know how they're going to go after it right now. I don't know who's going to be available, which teams are going to be making a play because uh, the White Sox, we saw they're a pretty good team. The Padres, pretty good team. They're probably going to be making some good moves. Uh, the Astros have a bunch of guys just like the A's that are hitting the free agent market. How many of those guys are they going to resign? What else are they going to go after? Um, so there's there's a lot at play this offseason, and uh, I'm going to be covering it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, one thing that, you know, even though the A's are losing some, some key parts this winter, uh, most likely because we're A's fans and we're used to losing people when they hit free agency, um, the Astros, even though they have a bunch more money than the A's, uh, regardless of what Lance McCullough says, uh, th- they have George Springer and Michael Brantley are hitting free agency. They've got a few other guys too. I think Josh Reddick is up there too. Uh, they- they've got some key parts of their offense that are going to be hitting free agency. They're going to have Altuve, Bregman, and that jerk Correa. They're all going to be uh, in the middle of that lineup. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the offseason. Obviously, they have uh, some-, some more assets to work with. And, uh, since they just beat the A's, they probably need to do a little bit less work in the offseason. But I feel like this 2021 team for the A's is going to be the put up or shut up team. Uh, it, some people think that they could do a major sell off or, you know, some fans are saying that. And uh, I don't know that they're at that point yet, but I feel like if they don't show improvement or, you know, some dominance in 2021, we could see some big trades uh, next winter. So that's uh, something that we probably want to avoid given, you know, our history of dealing with those already. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting thing to see what the front office is allowed to do. Are they going to have a payroll over $100 million? Probably not because of COVID, but it sure would help. And actually the COVID offseason is something that it could work in the A's favor if they want to spend a little bit more money because there's going to be a lot of uncertainty out there on the free agent market. Uh, our team's going to be lining up to sign Marcus Simeon or Marcus Simeon as uh, as they would have been beforehand. Uh, he had a down year and the owners didn't make all the money that they're used to making. So uh, are they going to be shelling out money for a more of a question mark or are they going to be able to swoop in and maybe get them on another uh, on a show me deal for one year that would be lower than the qualifying offer? Potentially. Um, yeah, they're going to have to move some money around. I think Chris Davis could be an option for a trade. I don't know if they'd be able to trade him unless the DH is allowed in the NL for next season. But uh, he's making some money. And I think that the A's offense could be going in a different direction more contact heavy i think that they'll get, they're going to go for as many contact guys as they can maybe you sign Lostella and you take his defense in the field because he has a contact bat and that's something that you want to improve upon as a as a team um yeah so as you can tell my mind is all over the place right now i have not formed uh, coherent thoughts on the attack plan but gm jason comes with uh with a plan and he is authoritative and he's like this is what we're doing haha ha. So you guys can look forward to that one here in a couple of weeks once the World Series is over and, you know, free agency starts. Uh, I'll also definitely be breaking down any moves that the A's do make over the course of the offseason. So, uh, yeah, there's lots to be excited about here at Locked On A's. So, yeah, subscribe to the podcast if you if you want to keep hearing about the A's and stay up to date with what's going on and what could happen and all that stuff. So, yeah, uh, that's going to be it for me today, you guys. It's been a very fun season. It ended on a crappy note, but, uh, hey... There's still more baseball seasons left, so uh, let's get ready for those and keep rooting for the A's. Uh, I'm going to get out of here, though, you guys. Stay indoors. Celebrate good times, Oakland. Keep wearing those masks. F the Astros. And uh, I'll talk to you guys on Monday.